You're listening to A Sure Hope with Pastor Dave Shank of Calvary Chapel, Cape May in Cape May, New Jersey. Join us as Pastor Dave teaches verse by verse through God's Word. does ensure a life of abundance that we're going to be able to deal with anything that comes our way because we take full advantage of God's presence and His promise and we know them to be true. We're not measured by the same success that the world is measured by. The world accounts us as sheep for the slaughter. But when you get down to it in Romans 8, 36 and 37, we're more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. That's who we are. Do you know who you are in Christ? In today's message from Pastor Dave, he teaches you that with Christ, you can deal with anything that comes your way. The world is filled with darkness and trials. However, in Christ, you are more than a conqueror. The Lord promises his presence to be with you wherever you go. Now here's Pastor Dave in the book of Joshua chapter 1 as he continues his message, The Victorious Christian. Some of us in our daily life, the abundant life that God has given us, we go, ooh, there's giants in the land, and we become fearful, and we can't take possession of the land. But then there's those of us, those of you who have faith. Yeah, we can take it, because the Lord's given it to us. We can take it. Caleb and Joshua wanted to take the land immediately. But you know the story. They wandered for 40 years because of unbelief. Joshua had a personal relationship with God. Joshua had a personal relationship with God. When Moses went up to the mountain in Exodus 24, he called Joshua to come with him. In fact, God told him to bring Joshua and Aaron. In Exodus 33, I love this. In Exodus 33, we read where Joshua and Moses were at the tabernacle. Remember a tabernacle where Moses went to meet with God? Well, they were both in there. Moses had to go to attend business, but the scripture said Joshua stayed behind. Joshua stayed in the presence of God. Joshua had a great relationship with God. To be a victorious Christian, we too must have a great relationship with our God. We must want to be around him. We must want to know him. He was Moses' assistant all those years. He was faithful. He was doing everything that Moses asked him to do. And I like to say, he loved being number two. Joshua loved being number two. We're called by God to be faithful. We're called to be faithful. He's asked us to believe. We're called to be faithful for those who he's placed over us. Faithful to our government. Faithful to those in leadership of the church. Faithful to the leadership of our workplaces and things like that. God has given us tasks to do. And he's called us to be faithful to those tasks. God has called us to be faithful in the greatest of all battlefields, our homes. The greatest battlefield there ever was in the home. He's called us men to be faithful to our wives. Wives, to be faithful to your husbands. He called us to be faithful to our children. He called us to be faithful to our relatives. God's called us to be faithful. To be faithful to Him. The 
victorious Christian life starts with faithfulness. It starts with faithfulness because you're sitting here because by faith you believe in the promises of God through Jesus Christ. It starts with faithfulness. Joshua was faithful in the little things, and God made him faithful in many things. Joshua was prepared because he was faithful in the service of the small things. Joshua didn't mind cleaning a toilet. He didn't mind scrubbing a floor. He didn't mind picking up whatever. He didn't mind going out and policing the grounds and picking up cigarette butts. He didn't mind getting his hand dirty. Joshua did whatever it took to do because Joshua was a faithful servant. And oh, can we get this? Alan Redpath, who wrote a book about this, he tells about this motto that's over a kitchen sink. And he says, divine service is conducted here three times daily. Divine service, washing the dishes. Washing the dishes, divine service. I love that. This motto is true. And many great men and women are prepared by faithfulness to small things. You want to be faithful in big things? Be faithful in the little things that God has you doing. Be faithful in the small things. After 80 years of faithful service, grew up 40 years being faithful to God, and for 40 years he was faithful to Moses' assistant. 80 years. 80 years. I thought I had to wait long. He waited 80 years, just like Moses, before God came to him and said, Moses is dead. 80 years. Joshua was faithful during that time. God called him. God helped him to be faithful. God prepared him. Joshua was a servant, and God called him to be that servant. Just as God calls each of us to be a servant to one another. Jesus demonstrated the greatest act of servanthood in John chapter 13 after the supper when he girded himself with the cloth and began to wash the feet of the disciples. And after he finished, he said, go and do likewise to each other. Serve each other. Service. Joshua was a man of faith, and he was a man of service, and he was a man of faithful service. What is God preparing you to do? What is God preparing for you? We often complain about our present service. We often mumble and groan. We mumble and groan about our service. And I've told this story before, how I used to vacuum the church before on Sunday mornings where we used to meet. And one time, I was grumbling in my heart. I was grumbling under my breath because I was vacuuming. And I was angry because nobody else was there. And God has never spoken to me audibly, and I really don't expect Him to, but that's okay. But in my heart, I felt... Who are you doing this for? Oh. I got happy real quick. <laughs> you know, I got... But when you're serving, see, God knows these things. When we're serving in the littlest of things, be faithful. Be faithful. That time of training is essential to whatever God might have planned for you. Little quote, we must serve before we can reign. And we must descend before we can ascend. If you want to save your life, you must lose your life. God's timing is perfect. Joshua is now prepared. And God presents him with this task. Take the people over the land of Jordan. I'm giving you command of the people. Take the people over the river Jordan to the land that I'm giving you. I'm calling you to complete this great and mighty task. This great and mighty task. See, What I love about this, he said, every place that the sole of your foot 
will tread, I've given to you. God sees the completed task. He said, do this task, but it's already completed. I'm giving it to you. That's past tense. It's past tense. We have the abundant life. Will we please just claim it and say, I have it? It's mine? Instead of waiting for some great thing to happen? No, I have this life. Relax and rest in the abundant life. God sees the completed work of a leader. And he calls them to do that work. And then that leader then passes that on to other people. We call it a vision. We call it a vision. God gives the leader the vision and the leader passes it on to the people so that they can glean and catch it and move forward. God gave Joshua this vision. Go take the land. Oh, by the way, every place you put your foot, I've already given it to you. What confidence. He's like, okay, we can do this. We can do this. Every place you put your foot. I like this. It's like stepping in and laying claim to something that's already yours. It's past tense. Every place you put your soul. God has given us a glorious, full, rich life and victory in Jesus Christ. He's given us everything for life and godliness. He's given us every blessing in Christ Jesus. If we would only just take it and accept it by faith. My goodness. We, by faith, accept this when we walk in the Holy Spirit. We can go and we can lay claims to the blessing of God and these promises. Joshua had the vision of God. He had this vision before him. So we see that Joshua is a faithful servant. We see that Joshua has a vision. And we see that Joshua is filled with the Holy Spirit. Joshua is filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's look at 5 and 6. It says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance which the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. This is encouragement for Joshua. As God promises him his presence and God promises him his power. I'm going to be with you. Nobody can stand against you. Nobody can come against you because I'm with you. You have my promise. We have God's promise also of his presence and power through the Holy Spirit. We have that promise that has been given to us. Receive it. The Holy Spirit is vital to the abundant life. The Holy Spirit is vital to the abundant life that God has prepared for us. The Holy Spirit is vital to any ministry you might ever do. Any ministry you might ever want to do. The Holy Spirit is vital. Joshua had the Spirit of God in him. Turn to Numbers 27. In Numbers 27, Moses is having a conference with God about who is going to take his place. Let's look at verse 12, read through 23, in Numbers 27. Now the Lord said to Moses, Go up into this Mount Abarim, and see the land which I am giving the children of Israel. And when you have seen it, you also shall be gathered to your people, as Aaron your brother was gathered. For in the wilderness of sin, during the strife of the congregation, you rebelled against my command to hallow me at the waters before their eyes, These are the waters of Meribah at Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation, who may go out before them and go in before them, who may lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep which have no shepherd. And the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, with you, a man in whom is the Spirit." And lay your hand on him. 
Joshua was filled with the Holy Spirit. Joshua was led by the Holy Spirit. God said, take Aaron, take him, take him. Set him before Eliezer the priest and before all the congregation and inaugurate him in their sight. And you shall give some of your authority to him that all the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. And then they do just that in the final verses. Joshua had the Holy Spirit. To live the abundant Christian life and to be a victorious Christian, you must have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit must be your guide. He must be your power source. He must be the one that you rely on to do it. Joshua had that. We see that. Joshua had God's calling. He told Moses, Joshua, the son of Nun. Joshua had, we don't know of any of the qualifications. We know he was faithful. We know he had all those things. But you might have looked at him and go, him? Him? We don't even know if he had Moses' backing. We don't even know if Moses, because Moses said, who's going to do it? Who are you going to send in there? This guy had been his assistant for 40 years. Moses didn't already turn and say, you know, Joshua's over here. God knew that his heart, God knew that his heart was filled with the Spirit. Moses didn't know that. Qualifications had nothing to do with it. God called him. God's sovereignty. God's sovereignty. Victory was assured not because Joshua was a great leader. It wasn't assured because Joshua was a great leader. Victory was assured not because Israel was a great nation, although they were. Victory was assured because God is a great God. God is an awesome God. And when he says he's going to do something, you can take that to the bank. He says to Joshua, I'll be with you. This is enough for any person seeking God's will. I'll be with you. I will never leave nor forsake you. I will be with you wherever you go. I'm right there. And we, by faith, must believe this to be true because he repeats it again in Hebrews, in the New Testament. He will never leave nor forsake us. We have the Holy Spirit as his guarantee. Amen. You're right. Wow. We need to come into this realization it's almost like, it's almost like a battle cry. God is talking to Joshua and he's given him a battle cry. A battle cry that happened thousands of years later on the cross. God was looking at Joshua and saying, it is finished. It's done. The same battle cry that Christ cried on the cross. It's done. We have it. I love it. I love it. I love Joshua. He's a cool good, cool guy. Let's read the rest of the chapter. Verses 7 through 9. Oh, no, we have to go through 6 through 9. Right? Yeah. Be strong and of good courage. For this people you shall divide an inheritance to the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success." 
Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you should go. What a great statement. If that doesn't give someone confidence, I don't know what does. But there's a condition. Do you see the condition? The condition is, don't leave my word. Do not leave my word. Stay in my word. Don't let the book depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it. Not on it, in it. Meditating in the word of God day and night. You want to be a victorious Christian? Meditate in the word of God. Let it be your lifeline to God. Meditate in the word of God. Read it. Chew it. Desire it. Look at it every which way, upside down and sideways. Know it. Remember it. Memorize it. Let it be your life. This is what he's telling Joshua. Don't let it depart from your mouth. Which means Joshua was speaking it. Joshua was constantly speaking it, which is great. To speak the word of God. To speak it out loud. To speak what it's saying to you and to talk about it. God says there's a condition. If you want to experience my presence and experience the power of God, stay in my word. I'm telling you, Christian, if you want to experience God's power, if you want to experience God's presence, stay in his word. Stay in his word, which is one of the reasons why Calvary Chapel, we teach line by line, verse upon verse of his word. We love it. Joshua is called the boldness in God. But this exposes Joshua's weakness. He might have been afraid. He might not have had good courage. But when God tells you, be of good courage. Remember we studied in the book of Acts when Paul was in prison a couple times. The Lord visited him and said, hey, hey, Paul, be of good cheer. I got things covered, man. Things are cool. Everyone needs encouragement. Everyone needs to be encouraged. And here God himself is encouraging Joshua. But Joshua couldn't be bold. He couldn't be strong in himself. He had to be strong in the power of God, which is where our strength lies. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not that I can do all things because I lift 250 pounds over my head. No, I can do all things because Christ strengthens me. He is my strength. Without Christ, I am not strong. I am weak, totally. We can be full of self-confidence. That'll take us right to ruin. It'll take you right to the dust. We need to have God confidence. He says, observe the law. You must take great care to observe this law. Don't go to the right. Don't go to the left. God's word and Joshua's commitment should be pillars supporting his success. Joshua was faithful. God knew that Joshua was faithful. So I said, here's my law. Be faithful to it. And he knew that Joshua would be faithful to the law. I'm getting excited. I'm sorry I slowed down here. Slipping on my tongue. He not only read God's word, it came from his lips. Don't let it depart from his mouth. And in his mind, meditate on it. Meditate on it. Did you ever take a scripture and meditate on it for any length of time? That is so cool. It is so refreshing. It's so neat when the Lord just washes you and just really pours out over you. And all of a sudden, you just start feeling his presence and knowing that the Spirit wants to speak to you. Wow, it's just wonderful. So he had to be on his lips, had to be in his mind, and he had to do it, observe it. He had to do it. Our faith is action. Our faith is action. I like to call it an active rest. I'm resting in the Lord. Looks like he's doing all the work he is, but I'm right there with him. It's an active rest. For then you will make your way prosperous. Then you're going to have success. 
God's word is a guarantee of Christian success. I am not promising you a life without problems. You don't hear me saying that. I hope you've been around me long enough to know that I'm not saying that. But it does ensure a life of abundance that we're going to be able to deal with anything that comes our way because we take full advantage of God's presence and His promise and we know them to be true. We're not measured by the same success that the world is measured by. The world accounts us as sheep for the slaughter. But when you get down to it in Romans 8, 36 and 37, we're more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. That's who we are. I will be with you wherever you go. And that is where we'll leave today. God is going to be with us wherever we go. We have the Holy Spirit. Joshua's success did not depend solely on his ability to keep God's word. It depended even more on God's presence with him. If you've been born again into a living hope, you've been indwelt with the Holy Spirit, so you have the Holy Spirit in your heart. If you prayed and allowed the Holy Spirit to show you and to guide you and to come upon you with power and show you these things, Joshua knew that he could only be strong and courageous in the power of God's presence. Zechariah. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Powerful works of Joshua will be accomplished, could only be done in obedience to the Father's direction through the power of the Holy Spirit by faith. By faith. See how that faith comes into play? The entrance to the promised land was entrusted to a representative, and his name was Joshua. Jesus goes before us and prepares a way and gives us what God would have us possess, a life full of abundance. A victorious Christian is one who is faithful, one who is a servant, one who is called by God, one who has been prepared by trials and circumstances, one who is steadfastly seeking God and seeking His presence, one who is filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit, and one who is meditating on God's Word. Things that we all should want to do because of a loving and wonderful God. But this is what I see in Joshua. This is why I see him. He's an example to all of us. And he should be a great example for any of you out there who are aspiring to be leaders in God's church. We need these qualities in leadership. We need these qualities in men and women who want to be risen up to the Lord to work and serve him. These are the qualities that we're looking for. These are the qualities that God uses. God will call you, and then God will prepare you in his own time, in his own way. And then when the time comes, just like with Joshua, he will use you. We have a victorious Christian life that is available to us, the abundant life Christ called, the abundant life that we can get. And as we go through these chapters, we're going to see how sometimes it wasn't so easy for Joshua how true life gets in the way and how things happen. But we can really glean from it a victorious life that God has given to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. You are Our time with you is running short for today's edition of A Sure Hope. Pastor Dave will continue this journey through the book of Joshua when you join us next time. But for now, you can listen to this teaching and others from this series online at assurehoperadio.com. We'd also encourage you to download these messages so they're available wherever you are. 
We know how busy life can get, but there's always time to pause, even if only for a few minutes. Those short breaks could be filled with the study of Scripture, getting to know God better through His Word. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, gaining access to the latest messages as soon as they're posted. Find out more at assurehoperadio.com. If you're looking for a church family and happen to be in the Cape May area, we'd love to have you join us for a time of worship and Bible study. Calvary Chapel Cape May meets weekly on Sunday at 10 a.m., and we offer nursery and Sunday school where your children will be well cared for as they learn about the love of Jesus. Give us a call for more information. Our number is 609-884-5821. Again, that's 609-884-5821. Or just visit assurehoperadio.com. Thanks for listening to today's message on Assure Hope. We pray you continue to be blessed as you study the Word and that you discover Jesus working in your life. Pastor Dave will be back soon for another edition of Assure Hope. Assure Hope.